There was evening and there was morning the first day. I admit that I'm more of a sunrise person, the dawn of a new day with new adventures, new ideas, a renewed opportunity to live. For us as Christians, a renewed opportunity to live closer to God's will for our waves. The themes of darkness and light fill the pages of Scripture, even as they resonate down to us in our own experiences. The night is filled with shadows, strange noises, threats at the edge of our eyesight. The lightness of day brings warmth and clarity. There is, too, the in-between, the murkiness of twilight, the haze of the dawn, and the pale moonlight when the world is not so clear nor so dark. The Christian life is one that is essentially supernatural. We are baptized with water in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We enter into a life of grace. And then begins the striving in life, the striving to embrace God's will for our ways and for our time. It's a striving to live a life of light until we are gathered together with those who have gone before, our family and friends, the saints of old, who stand on a distant shore and in a greater light, striving to live a holy life. So how are you doing? We have a practice in my family, and I'm sure yours too, as we all come home after a day at work and school, we try to remember to ask one another, how was your day? the highs and the lows. Sometimes it's a brief answer, sometimes it's a deeper conversation. Sometimes it's a moment to allow for fun and delight. My high was that I didn't have a low. <laughs> it's also a moment to keep the door open, a crack of light that may well strike at darkness. My low was that I was embarrassed. My low was I just wasn't up for the day. I was teased. Worse. Hopefully, too, it's an opportunity for a frank assessment of regrets. I wasn't as nice as I could have been. I could have done more. Those lows balanced by the highs, the delights and accomplishments, a good grade, a favorite song on the radio, making a difference in another life's reality. The spiritual and secular lives we lead, they're not either or, they are both and. Reflecting on how we're doing spiritually is knotted together with our work, with our leisure, with our laws and how we follow them, our relationships, our love or lack of it. And there are different ways to discern, to see, to find a way of insight into whether we are growing in holiness, to see whether we are a light in this world, or whether we are contributing to shadows and darkness.
course, we're all different. What is it that is getting in the way for one might have been overcome by another. A useful parable from Jesus may be just what one person needs when another needs a psalm. It's one of the special aspects of the Episcopal Church. Priests are available for pastoral relationships, trying on this prayer practice or recommending that book. For today and this time, I'd like to guide you to think about prayer. Prayer as a way of looking in the mirror and wondering, how am I really doing? Prayer bridges the sacred and the secular because it permeates both. I might guess that you're probably just as apt to say a prayer while driving. May I be kept safe with all these crazy drivers around as you are to kneel in prayer and fervently ask, Lord Jesus, heal me, help me. But let's back up a little bit before I suggest some prayers that might help. I mentioned that the Christian life is essentially supernatural, and it goes back to our gospel reading. Here we are on the banks of the River Jordan. John the Baptist is there, and people are coming to him. They are confessing their sins and then cleaning themselves with water, cleansed from all of the muck and mud that stain the soul. It's one of the theological reasons for baptism. It's a cleansing of the soul. It's interesting that this reason for baptism seems downplayed a little bit in this day and age when we have infant baptisms and don't understand what sin a baby needs washed away. But it's still there. Baptism is a washing away of sin. And we do, in reality, continue that washing when we renew our baptismal vows anytime there's a baptism. John proclaims there's more to baptism, though. Yes, he says, I have baptized you with water, but there is a different baptism with Jesus. Jesus baptizes with the Holy Spirit. We believe that in baptism something happens. We receive the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and we begin walking that supernatural life. With the Holy Spirit within us, we are in a real sense united with God and enabled to live as members of Christ, bringing forth the fruit of the Spirit and also entering into deep prayer with God. One of the deep prayers we offer in church is at the moment that someone is baptized. Remember page 305, 305 in the Book of Common Prayer, when you pull out your prayer book later on this week and think a little bit more. One prayer goes, deliver her from the way of sin and death. And that prayer can be used by you to think, how am I doing by discerning with God and the power of the Holy Spirit what might be getting in the way of your spiritual growth? You might ask as a part of that prayer, what part of my life, relationships, or habit 
or opinion is unhealthy? Am I doing or thinking something that I know in my gut is just not from God? Another prayer on that same page, 305 in the Book of Common Prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Now that prayer can be used to discern with God and the power of the Holy Spirit what might be getting in the way of your spiritual growth. And so you might ask, how is my heart shut, hardened, so much so that any blessing or anything outside my prejudices or biases or routine is dismissed out of hand. There are other prayers there too. Do you love people? Not just as you want, but as God wants. Are you in deep communion? Coming to church, receiving the Eucharist, offering confession, and receiving God's forgiveness. Are you open to the simple and profound reality that God knows your deepest delights, that God knows your darkest regrets, your darkest fears, and loves you, loves you deeply? There are beginnings and there are new beginnings in life, light, dark, gray, always nodding together and waiting for us to take hold of the strands to see God's thread of grace working through the Holy Spirit to strengthen us to live beyond our selfish selves. So there's a sunset later on today, a sunrise tomorrow. Take a day, take two, look into the mirror. When it comes to growing in holiness, how are you doing?